Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Certified Sports Girl Podcast. I'm Avery, and this week, um, contrary to last week when I was out, now me and Andrew are separated because it's our spring break currently. So instead of Andrew joining us today, my special guest is my father, Robert Bales, and I'm going to let him introduce himself a little bit. Hi, I'm Robert Bales, or just Avery's dad. Yeah. I'm not (laughs) qualified to fill in for Andrew here, but I'll do the best that I can. Robbie is actually very qualified. He's just a very humble man when it comes to his sports knowledge. I do enjoy my sports, that's for sure. I, um, much like Avery, I, I went to school at North Carolina, graduated many years ago. Um, been still and crazy about football and basketball and all the sports there, and have raised her to uh, do the same thing. Yeah, why don't you tell them why you named me my name? Well, that's a good that's a good story there. So uh, actually, if anyone that's familiar with uh, campus there, I stayed on campus at a dorm next to the baseball field that's known as Avery Dorm. And then many that's years later, here comes Avery. <laughs> that's where my name's from. <laughs> so, and my dorm is right next to Avery Dorm. So I get to walk by that every day and remember that that is what I'm named after. As a matter of fact, when you were like seven or eight, we had a picture of you made. I know, I remember. Okay. I remember. Right. I remember. <laughs> Um, so obviously this is not going to be the greatest episode, um, because UNC basketball decided to suck. Um, first off, we fell to Virginia in the ACC tournament. We made it past Boston College actually phenomenally well, in my opinion. I think we played great against Boston College, but then we came out against Virginia and just didn't know how to act. Um, Armando had sprained his ankle during the Boston College game, so that definitely took a toll on us, but we still have starters that are not putting up near as many points as they should have that game. Yeah, the Boston College game, they shot the ball so well, and you just knew coming into the next game, being Virginia, the best defensive team maybe in the country, that there was going to be struggles, uh, and that certainly manifested itself. Yeah, and... um, as we see, Caleb Love played almost the whole game. He played 38 minutes and only scored 11 points. It's things like that that you just you can't let that happen in a tournament game where it's well, elimination. Well, let's be honest. Without R.J. Davis, we'd have lost by 30. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that kid carried us in that game. He hit big shot after big shot and um, went like he did many times this season. Yeah, R.J. definitely carried this team on his back a lot of times. Yeah, and if you go down and look at the team stats, it's kind of the same old thing over and over again. We, we struggled all year to score the ball. Of course, in Virginia, you're going to struggle. But what really jumps out to me is the three-point shooting, you know, 8 of 27. And if you go down and look by player, I would think that R.J. probably hit four or five of those eight. Yeah. And, the, and then uh, the, the rest of the team was, um, you know, 3 of 22 or something like that. I mean, it was uh, – R.J. hit the o- – oh, wait, no. Yeah, RJ, RJ hit four, Leaky hit two, and Caleb hit two. Right, but my point is RJ was four of eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest yeah. of the team yeah. was then uh, much, much lesser. So you look at that, uh, they did out-rebound Virginia, if there's a, if there's a silver lining in that in the mess. And, you know, they had 11 si- assists on uh, 19 made field goals, which is pretty good for this team this year because normally they're not passing the ball that well either. Yeah. Um, another thing we've been talking about all season, total turnovers. We had 11 total turnovers. Um, so, obviously, that's always something that's held us back this season especially. I mean, they just can't protect the ball. 
Yeah, just it's just carelessness lots of times. And yeah. that's the thing that you see over and over again is there there's a bad pass. Um, certain players take shots at bad times. You can um, say names. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's more than just one. Um, and it's just it's like we're we're waiting for the a miracle to happen sometimes. And yeah. I think the worst the most frustrating thing about this game, and it's been this way this whole season, is we had our chances. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, of all the, the of our 13 losses this year, I think we had the lead in the second half in uh, maybe 10 of the 13. Yeah. And in this case, you know, we were we were really, you know, we were right there. We we got it down to two a couple times, mm-hmm. and then we go down and turn the ball over, take a dumb shot, and next thing you know, Virginia hits a three, and we're back down by five or six. So yeah. it was the season in a microcosm. A lot of little things that ended up, making big impacts score-wise. And so now that all of the conference play is over, we're now moving into March Madness. Um, UNC did Can can we call it March Sadness this year? I don't want to (laughs) because it's okay, but we can't be too biased over UNC, okay? We can't be too biased. But um, UNC is the last four out. I know my dad wants to talk about Clemson and State. He has this whole – he he's really livid about this topic, so I'm going to let him take this category well, over. I, I, livid's a stretch, but if I'm a Clemson fan, someone has to explain to me how this is fair. Um, I understand Clemson's net was much lower. They lost two quad four games to teams when they were without P.J. Hall in November and December. And how do they beat Clemson State three times decidedly in two of the three games, and yet they're clearly in, and Clemson's sitting, you know, outside of us. I think Clemson was behind us in the yeah, way. They so were. I, I do not understand that. If I'm a Clemson Tiger fan, I, I'm just irate. Yeah, I, I definitely this one definitely got me too. I mean, it, it just it never makes sense to me when a team has beat a one team multiple occasions, yet the other team will still make it the tournament. They swept them. Yeah, I know <laughs> they beat them in the ACC tournament by like twenty points. They crushed them in the ACC tournament. You wonder if they would have at least played closer to Virginia, but I don't know if that would have been enough. They lost Virginia by twenty. Yeah. But um, I I don't know. I, I don't understand um, the, the, the math there. I understand that I don't think we deserve to get in. I oh, can no, live with that. Uh, but I was looking, comparing our net scores with State, and actually we ended up having one more quad one win than they did, and we were only one position lower to them in the net, and we split with them. Yeah. So they clearly, they were last four in, right? Yeah. And we were first four out. So we were right there at the line. But for Clemson not to be there too, Ooh, if I was a Clemson fan, I'd be all right. Yeah, I mean, I'd be pretty mad as a Clemson fan in general just because, I mean, they were leading the ACC for so long. They were at the top. They had that top ACC spot for a minute, I though. always knew they weren't that good. Yeah, but still. But still, they finished <laughs> in the top four of the ACC. Um, they beat Virginia. They swept State. Uh, they beat Pitt, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand how they're not in the game. And I think they're just holding the fact that they played with it without an injured player earlier in the year against them. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair either at all. I mean, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and so we can we can talk about the season a little bit. I don't want to piss myself off too much. But, um, <laughs> yeah, definitely I'm not liking – you know, when we got named the number one um, in the preseason poll, I knew 
that was going to be our downfall, personally. Because I talk, I've talked about it on here before. Every single time we are given expectations, we never upheld, we never uphold them. I mean, I knew seeing that we were at number one, I just knew we were going to be horrible. And whenever we're the underdog, we thrive. That's just always what happens. Except when Psycho T was Yes, down. of course. But that that is a whole different breed of a player than what we have currently. <laughs> yeah, and we think about this season and how it went. You know, you, you, you start, you know, as fans, we hate it, right? Mm. But you think about what the players went through. Um, and you think about the makeup of our team. And you, you talk about, I brought up Psycho T for a reason there, is we have some very good kids on this team i think they're all good kids but i don't think we have a dog yeah i don't think we've got that guy that's a dog that can go out there and take over a game we have one that tries mm-hmm. uh, but we don't have that clear dog yeah uh, but you think you know you have to feel bad for the players um and i think the one that bothers me the most is probably pete nance yeah and the reason why is and it just i just saw this two days ago um so Pete Nance, if you guys, you know, he's living kind of in the shadows of his dad and his older brother. And I think he left Northwestern for a chance to do something they'd never done. And that was to win a national championship. Oh. And now here we are. Now, he got famous because of his Limonoria thing. Yeah. But now here we are, and he left a Northwestern team that made the NCAA tournament for the second time in their history. And he's played for a North Carolina team that missed the tournament for the second time in 20 years. I didn't even know that. How would you like to beat Pete Nance? Yeah, that would suck. That would be horrible. (laughs) But, I mean, he contributed to it. He contributed to it. When we talk about not having dog, Pete Nance does not have any dog. No dog. He's he's a great kid. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he doesn't show that. Grit, that strength, that I want this kind of thing. Um but definitely very disappointing from from a student point of view, you know, you go to the national championship the year before and you're thinking, well, hopefully we can still be good this year, you know, we can push forward and still be able to do good this year and then like us as students just completely like devastated almost in a way. Um but I'm I I still I I have a little bit of hope. I have a little bit of hope for coming years cuz our recruiting classes are very strong. Um I'm just hoping we win one natty while I'm here. That's all all I have to say. Well, next year will be interesting. Um, I'm sure all these guys are figuring out where, where they go next. Um, so I think next year will be very challenging. Yeah. But there will be no expectations on next year. That, that, that's the thing. Every time we have no expectations, we thrive. Every time we have expectations, we suck. Yeah. So maybe it'll, it'll, it'll be good, but it's going to be interesting to see because in the next few weeks, now that uh, – We've also officially turned down the NIT, which is yes, interesting. Yes. Um, I think very soon we'll find out what's going to happen from transfers, who's going where. Mm-hmm. I think it might be similar to what we experienced with football. You know, like everyone just announces that they're leaving like one day, you know, and like half the team's gone the next mm-hmm. time you blink. You know, mm-hmm. you have like six transfers in one day. That's my fear is that Drontrez is going to transfer, that – who else are we thinking? Armand, let's say Armando leaves. Caleb leaves. Obviously, P. Nance is gone. Leaky Black's gone. Maybe Just McCoy will transfer, you know? And, like, we have a few more people <laughs> transfer. <laughs> and it just kind of scares you because you don't have 
Well, the only positive is there's people that want to come in here. And that is people true, that would yeah. love to play here. Um, so, but we'll see. But you, you take someone like Armando, and this is an interesting case because I think prior to the last two or three weeks, I think he was ready to come back. But I think it's really, it seems to really get into him. Yeah. So it's, does he want to give it another run or not? And the problem for him, I think, is it financially makes more sense for him to come back. Mm-hmm. But does it emotionally? Yeah. I Can think, he do it? Yeah. And um, I think it was our mom said, my mom said something about it earlier, that he just like, everywhere he goes, he gets recognized. He, they People want pictures. People want autographs. People want this, all, all this. And like, I think as a, co- a college student in your younger years, I feel like you like that. And like, you're like, get excited. You're like, oh my gosh, these people want to see me. These people want to take pictures with me. But I feel like as they get older, like Armando is, and the more they mature, they realize that they just want to be alone. They don't want to, they want to be able to go and live their life and not have a million people coming up to them, asking them for a picture and yada, 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 and this. And that's why... I have always, if I ever see, like, basketball players, football players, any of them in public or, like, somewhere, like, at a restaurant or something, I never go up to them because I just feel like it's a level of respect that they deserve as college athletes. They're not the pros, you know? I feel like they just should be able to live their life in college and not feel eyes on them all the time and not continuously feel like they have to fill people's expectations and take pictures of the people and get autographs and all this stuff. I agree completely. I saw Tad Sorry Hudson. That, I saw Tad Hudson at a funeral today, and I didn't talk to him. <laughs> I would hope not at a funeral. I would hope not. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I don't know. That's always I, and I, I can see that from Armando's point of view. I mean, he's what twenty two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, like I could see him being at a bar and people just coming up to him and asking him for a picture. Like you, you just want to be able to go somewhere and not have people crowd around you. I mean. I've seen him um, at this one place in Chapel Hill. It's like a little nightclub kind of thing, but it's nothing too crazy. And I've seen him there before, and people will literally be crowding around him. And it's just like, leave the kid alone. I don't know. That's. I feel like if Armando does leave, that's going to be the main reason. I think he is at the point in his life where he wants to just be yeah, alone. Solidarity. I, yeah, I think he liked it, and now it's probably starting to wear on him. Yeah. But he's also a smart dude. We know by his, what, 3.75 GPA. Better than mine. <clears throat> Better than yours, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. Um, and also, but if you look about how he could best monetize his position, it would be to come back. Yeah. And I find it interesting. I read that he signed a deal with Crocs. Yeah, he did. In like in the last two weeks. It was literally a few days ago. And if you're Crocs, I mean, that's a nice major, major brand. I mean, how? what's the best deal for Crocs is for him to stay in North Carolina. Yeah. If he goes and plays in... Italy or Australia, which is unfortunately his future. Yeah, Crocs don't even get a whole lot out of that. Yeah, they're not. So you would think they would have always signed that deal with had some assurances. So I don't know. That is that is true. That is one thing to think about. And you know, for those of you who aren't, uh, for those of you who live under a rock, um, he was also in a very popular TV show called Outer Banks. All right, so his acting career is taking off. Money. So, money. That's his one line in the show. <laughs> so, But if he stays at Carolina, he will most likely get to appear in season five. May, I mean, four. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying, if he stays at UNC, because the whole, the whole backstory is the creator of Outer Banks is a UNC fan. He was at the Duke game. Yeah, he was at the Duke game. Um, so I think that's why he brought in Armando. 
Um, because in the show, in season two or one, I, I think it was season one, they go to UNC. It's not UNC, but they say it's UNC. So I feel like if he stays, if he just gets a chance to be an OBX4, I think he'd do it just for that. He can do that and he's playing pro, though. No, because no one's going to know who he is anymore. <laughs> if he stays at UNC, people are going to know who he is. Well, he's got an interesting decision to make. It's still a lot of the players in the team. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Kind of scary. Um, but to go to some more positive news, I mean, uh, well, actually, rewind. Decline an IT bid. Yeah, I guess we talked about that a little bit. I, I It's just recently happened. We don't know what happened behind the lines. The, the hearsay is it was a team vote. And the team decided not to. Uh, I could see myself, if I was in that team, wanting to be done. Yeah. Um, you know, what is the whole, the old adage, you, you win the NIT, you're number 69. Great. Wait, we're number 69. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess I could see the team. But also, it's a little disappointing because, you know, there's some, you know, let's take Pete Nance, who I've, you know. Yeah, he'll never be able to play, play again. again. right? Yeah. Now, he'll hit, the, he'll hit his shot overseas and stuff, but not to put that North Carolina jersey on one more time, I think, would, would bother some of these guys. I think, I think, like Leaky Black. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna yeah. say Leaky Black next. I was going to say, you know, he probably I – feel, I feel like the NIT also would have been a big thing for Armando. If he was to play in that, I feel like he would leave probably because he'd get that last chance. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. It's definitely – people are – there, people are mad and people are happy about the NIT. It's very split right now. I mean, people people are mad because they feel like Hubert should have used it to, you know, put some of the younger guys in and let them develop and get ready for next year. But is there really a point to that? I mean, you have practice. You have a practice team you play against. Yeah, and that those practice teams are as good as any team you're going to see in the NIT. Exactly, likely. yeah. Most likely. So it's definitely – Interesting, and then the peop- some people are like, imagine if Dean Smith saw this and things like that. Yeah, but that was a different time. Exactly. That's what I that's mean, what people were saying to them. They're 16 like, teams got in the tournament, maybe yeah, 32. Exactly. So this, the NIT meant something then? It doesn't mean anything well, anymore, it really. Mean that much, unfortunately. Um, but moving on to some better news, our women's basketball team becomes a sixth seed, actually. Um, so super happy for them. I thought they were going to be a little higher than that, but I'll take it. Um, they will be playing against the winner of St. John's and Purdue, and their game is on Saturday in Seattle, Washington. So, um, everyone tune in for that so we don't have a rerun of last year where the women's team got half as much stuff as the men's team did in March Madness. So, everyone stream it so they can actually get some gear like they deserve. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's, That's just true. My opinion. You know, I think this is. Well, first of all, the, the, I think the women's team got underseeded a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, their quad one record was very good. I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but they played more quad one games than I think any team in the ACC, and, and they fared very well. So I really thought they'd be playing in Chapel Hill the first round. And oh, I guess yeah. you had to be a five or higher to play at home, I think. Yeah. Uh, so they were right there. Um, but um, I think they'll fare they'll do well. They're, they're really good, and when they've added uh, the – the girl that came back from the injury, Kayla McPherson. Kayla McPherson's a player. Yeah, and uh, that that team is is they may make a nice little run. I haven't looked at the pairings yet to actually see, um, but they uh, I think they'll do well. Yeah, that from when we were recording the selection Sunday like just happened for women, so we saw they were six and we decided to start recording. Um, but my dad's favorite, he loves. Who's your favorite dad? Alyssa Utsby. <laughs> that, that's his favorite ever. He, that's his favorite women's player right now. But I think 
our women's team definitely. I think they have that dog in them, and they, they have that power that they. McPherson want. has the dog. Yeah. Deja Kelly has the dog. Yeah. Alyssa Utsby has. Yeah, they they do. A they, lot they, of them they, do. They, they they've got that, uh, and and. I think they'll do very well. I'm, I'm very excited about that part of March Madness. I yeah. will watch the the girls play. I was actually um, uh, my college roommate. Um, we were bemoaning our season, and I was like, "Hey, have you watching any of the women's games?" And he laughed at me, and I was like, "No, until you watch it, <laughs> don't, don't laugh. On they're, it. They're, yeah. they're good. Their games are entertaining. They play well." And to your point about the women's games not getting the same thing for the guys, I think is that's one way the NIL has helped greatly mm-hmm. because. They're they're now making some of them are making very good money. Deja Kelly, yeah, she she signed with Crocs too. Yeah, so they're making nice money that they never would have had a shot at without NAL. So I think that's good, and that's only helping the women this game. The other thing that's happened this year, and the ACC is being a lot more deliberate. Uh, at least I've noticed this about the women. So now women play on Thursdays and Sundays. And there's never men's games on those days to compete with yeah. them in the ACC. So yeah. they 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 uh, highlight the women's games and give a dedicated win, uh, Thursday and Sunday games to them. And I think that goes a long ways. Yeah, I, th- I think I think ACC is definitely one of the conferences that has been pushing a lot for like women's basketball to become almost as great. But I think it's also because the ACC has NC State. I mean, they have some good women's oh, it's teams. Power, powerful. Yeah, powerful. I don't know how many women's got teams. in nine or so. I think so. I mean, the ACC is very dominant in women's basketball. So I think that's another – I mean, I think they're realizing that women's is almost better than men's at this point. Like, teams-wise, they have the most – they have the best teams in, in the top 25 compared to the ACC teams in the men's top 25 that they're like, listen, we're going to actually make this, like, highlighted. But – Yes, the ACC is the dominant women's conference, yeah. without a doubt, So this year. Definitely exciting and definitely excited to watch them play. Um Definitely, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I, I, I could see them going pretty far until they face some crazy good team like South Carolina. Um, but next up, we're going to talk about, so we're just going to go over some like of the smaller sports um, and their scores. Um, UNC baseball, so it starts out with, I believe it was last Tuesday, um, they won against Western Carolina and they only got to play five innings because there was technological issues on the field. The lights, my dorm had just electricity. I don't know what happened there, but they took that win. So that's why the game ended early. Yeah, on Tuesday, okay. the baseball okay. game. I, yeah, I, I, saw, I thought it might have been a storm or something. I didn't no, see it was electricity issues. Oh, okay. But here's the thing, though. you you They could have kept playing because the lights from the field hockey field were on, and they illuminated like the whole baseball field. I walked right by it. But um, then they also won versus Penn State, I believe, on Thursday or Wednesday. They won that game 15-5. to um, But this weekend they played Virginia. Virginia is a 17 seed. UNC was the 14 seed. They did drop the series then this weekend, 1-2. to But they did give them the first loss of the whole season um, in the last game of the series. And I believe the last game was 6-0. and We won 6-0. and And Casey Cook had an incredible hey, highlight yeah. reel catch. That was the uh... – Top play of the day. Oh, it was? ESPN number one play of the day, the Casey Cook catch. And if you guys didn't see it, it was amazing. He yeah, basically look it up. he knocked the home he caught the home run ball. He knocked it back in the park and falling down barehanded caught the ball as he fell to yeah. the ground to, it to was, stop the home run. It was you had else. you had to see it in slow mo to understand what really happened, <laughs> but it was it was a really good catch. Um and so shout out to our our baseball team continues to do pretty good. I mean, being in the dorm that's right next to the baseball field. 
I get annoyed because there's always music blaring because there's always a game going on. But it's also nice because I can just go over there and watch a game whenever I want to. A lot of people go and just watch, play, do homework, just sitting there watching a baseball game. So definitely excited to see them do good, good this season, hopefully. Um, next up, Women's Lacks gets a win against Virginia. They won that game 17-12. to And then Men's Lacks won... I'm try- I was some small school. It wasn't a very big school. I forgot to put it in here. Stake on my part. But men's lax. They waxed them. Yeah, they waxed them. So it's <laughs> irrelevant. Um, they won that 19 to 6. So it was a pretty irrelevant um, team, but a very good win for our lacrosse team. And then women's softball comes away with the win against Virginia Tech. 4 and 0. Oh. Virginia Tech's got a good team, too, I believe. Yeah, they do. Wow. Down Impressive. goes Virginia Tech. Impressive. Yeah. Go Hokies. Hey, go, go Hokies. <laughs> <laughs> be sarcastic. Uh, better be. <laughs> um, so now we're going to end it off with just some March Madness talk. Um, so now that the full brackets are out, there's a total of five ACC, ACC teams in March Madness. Disrespect. Yeah. Clemson, once again, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel bad for Clemson as well. I mean, what what year is PJ Hall? Ah, he's been there forever. Junior, he's only a junior. Oh wow. Maybe I could be wrong. I don't know, but I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Um. So some games that where do we get? We're looking here in the South, right? Yes. We're going to start in the South and um, Charleston. There, the five twelve is always famous for an upset, right? And so. They're the 12 seed playing San Diego State. That's an interesting game on the first day. I I I wouldn't be surprised if Charleston comes away with this one. I feel like that's definitely going to be a must-watch. I mean, Charleston, when they played against us in the beginning of the season, they put up a good game. Charleston's good. Yeah. I can't believe they lost three times in the conference they're in because when we lo- when we beat them this year, I was like, that's a, that's a tournament team, no doubt about it. Um, but, yeah, that would be an interesting game. Yeah. The other interesting game in this um, in the South is going to be Creighton and NC State, and I'm going to let my dad talk about this one. Well, here's uh, a little bit of history here. Of course, there's no love lost for NC, NC State for uh, for me, of course, as a, as a Tar Heel fan. There's also no love lost for Creighton because uh, if you you Tar Heel fans know uh, back when um, I guess I, what was the year it was in. It would have been 2015, 16? Kendall Marshall. Anyway, yeah. Kendall Marshall is a point guard. We had a great team. We were steamrolling through the tournament. In a game against Creighton, he gets taken out and breaks his wrist by a hard foul. It would be a flagrant one now. They oh. didn't have that back then. Mm. And so then that resulted in our next game was against Kansas, and, and poor Stillman White had to play uh, point guard for, um, for Kendall Marshall, and it didn't work out for us. But uh, we were marching through uh, – the tournament very nicely at that time so anyway i don't know who to pull for in that game but i guess i'll pull for creighton yeah i think i want to pull for creighton i think creighton's gonna be the fair option here um but you know state but in the south no, yeah um in the south uh, you know alabama you know we took them to four ot's we've seen them i they're good but they're not that good I and wanna... they just had two players go to jail didn't they uh well one had a gun charge but okay. i don't think he ever get put in jail and then they proceeded to pat him down when he got introduced the next game, which I didn't like. Oh. But anyway, I, I think I like Arizona has been playing very well, so Arizona might be the my pick out of the South there. 
I'm I'm gonna have to stay with Virginia. You're you're, you're staying Virginia. I ah, see Virginia just doesn't I score well enough. I know I don't like them, but I think their defense. These teams, most of these teams are not ACC teams. They're not used to playing against Virginia's defense. I think once they see Virginia's defense, it's gonna be like a train hitting them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but Virginia can have some scoring droughts. Yeah, and that's gonna bite them in a game. That's very <clears> true. Um, moving on to the Midwest. Um. I like Houston a lot. I think they're um, – I know they're the one seed, uh, and I'm not trying to go too chalk here, but I, I don't see anybody else in this bracket that's going to get in their way. Indiana can be good, but they're not really that consistent. I, I'm really, as an ACC fan, I want Miami to make a deep run. Yeah. And I was – I hated they were in Houston's bracket because I think Houston is – a will give them problems. Yeah. Miami's done pretty good this season. I would also like to see them go a little far. Um, it would definitely help out the ACC. And then I guess you have Texas down there as well. Yeah. As far as the first day games in this, I don't know. Um, I don't see anything. There, there this was that, this was like a very lame – like this bracket is very like – Yeah. I don't, I don't see anything there that really excites you know me. I, I, any of those games could, could go either way, I, you know. The, the look at the five twelve. You've got Miami Drake, and I, I think Miami will wax them. Yeah, Iowa State could could make a deep run as well. But yeah, I could see that. I feel like they're always though. Everyone thinks they're gonna do well, and they never do. But moving on to the East, um, our favorite teams in this bracket. Purdue Blue Devils. <laughs> the Blue Devils, and what I liked about this is they're in that five twelve spot. And that's the upset spot. Uh, that's the upset to spot. That is the upset spot. Unfortunately, I don't think Oral Roberts gets it done. Um, as much as I dislike Duke, I've got to give John Shire credit. That team is playing very well. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget, they did have the number one recruiting class. They so did. They're not, they're not devoid of talent. Yeah. But at least he did put it together. Yeah. Unlike some coaches. <laughs> um. But in this – uh, Avery doesn't agree with me, but I like Purdue. I I just I there's something about it. I just can't like Purdue. I, but I also can't like any of the other teams in this bracket either because I can't go for Duke. Tennessee is a maybe, but I feel like Tennessee isn't even that good. Marquette's not that good. I mean, that's the top five seeds right there. If I'm picking the two, I would pick to win this bracket. And I, this pains me to say, but Purdue would be my first choice, and I think Kentucky. Oh, it sets yeah. up nice for Kentucky. Oh, but the interesting thing about this Kentucky-Providence game um, is that a former player, uh, he used to play for Kentucky, and he was very, like, didn't get many minutes and barely made any points. He is now on Providence and is now averaging about 20 points per game and is what kind of brought them to such a high seed in the tournament. So that's going to be an interesting game because he, that player, I forgot his name, he has a get back. He wants to get back. That's true. That's so, true. If he has led this team this far, who knows? And maybe I mean, because those players he's gonna be playing against on Kentucky, gonna be his old teammates. Mm-hmm. So it just could be kind of interesting to see how, like, if they, you know, it'll just be an interesting game. I think. I have to go off here a little bit while we're on Kentucky, and I've got to give props to uh, Mr. Jerry Stackhouse, who beat Kentucky. Oh yeah. Twice in the last two weeks, so at Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So uh, props to Jerry Stackhouse getting it done. Yeah. They didn't make the tournament either, but I'm sure they'll accept their NIT bid. Because like Well, but because they're in a different space, place than yeah. we are. But uh, I just have to call out Mr. Stackhouse. He's getting it done. <laughs> <clears throat> All 
Are we done with this side? Yeah, you said your top two were Purdue and Kentucky, yeah. Um, going, moving over to the West, um, I would really like Howard to be Kansas. I, that would just be such a good win, I feel like, but I know that's probably Guess not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but if, if I had to pick one 16 seed, one seed upset, that's the one I would pick. It's only happened once. I know. It's only happened but once. But I'm just saying, if I had to pick one. Um, I hate Gonzaga. I don't hate Gonzaga. I do. But I, I get tired of the fact that they play a bunch of pansies all year. And then just and they, get into the tournament. And they roll into the tournament with this you know audacious record, and then they lose inevitably at, at some point. Now, they have made the finals a few years, but they didn't, they continually do not get it done. Yeah. Um, I'm going for UNC Asheville. UNC Asheville Final Four going all the way. Wow. That's a stretch there. <laughs> I got a pool for the UNC hometown schools, okay? Yeah, I think I like, uh, well, of course you have to like Kansas. I'm not a big UCLA guy. I, I'm I was not thinking... a Zags guy. Watch TCU in this bracket. Really? They, 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 they have some talent. They got their football season finals, though. You know? Well, that they, maybe they, maybe this is their year, just like this is their six months. Like, it hasn't been our past six months. That it's is it's true. been god-awful for us. Maybe yeah. this is TSCCU's. But, no, they have talent in their team. So, watch TCU. Um, Illinois could be a problem, I feel like. Did we play? We played them this year, didn't we? Did I don't we think we played Illinois this okay, year. Okay, I'm thinking last year, yeah. but... Um, yeah, I don't think Kansas is going to have a lot of problems. Um in this bracket yeah unfortunately i feel like it might be one of those years where well not in all of them but in most of them i think the one seed is going to end out in the final four other well, they, than they thought it would be the most wide open tournament just like the acc tournament they thought it was going to be wide open and what was it uh, for the semifinals it was chalk and that's yeah. what I've heard about this tournament is it's wide open, it's wide open. But when I look at these brackets, I could easily see it being chalk. Yeah. All the one, all the one seeds advance. So um, we'll see. It's it's uh, anybody. There's guess. always some crazy upsets, you know. Hopefully we can. Let's get hope it's those. the five twelve in the Midwest. Is that? Is no, that it's east. east. Yeah, east, the five twelve east. That's, that would be the perfect one. Um, something funny though that I want to bring up, um, you know, so like your camera roll, we gave you like those one year ago today. Well, my, I guess it would have been three years ago today was me taking a picture and saying, you can't miss a tournament. That was never going to happen because this time three years ago, we weren't going to make the tournament either, but Corona saved us mm. from facing that embarrassment. So in the last three years, we've missed the tournament twice and made the finals once. Yeah. That's quite the complete roller- opposite sides of the spectrum. That's quite the roller coaster. That is quite the roller coaster. <clears throat> okay. But oh wait, twenty twenty one though. When did we lose in twenty twenty one? Why am I blinking on twenty twenty one? Why did you? Yeah, in twenty twenty one. When did we lose? When did we lose? What round did we lose in? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I have to go look. We didn't go deep, I know that. Yeah. I think we, we might have lost the first round. Yeah, there but... Was, there was one year Roy had never lost the first round, and we lost the first round. Yeah. Maybe that was it. So, definitely an interesting perspective to think about. Let's just remember that three years ago today, the world was shut down for, what, almost a year? So, at least, even though it could seem like deja vu because we're not making the tournament again, but let's be grateful that the world isn't being shut down again, at least from my point of view. 
It feels like it, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was a little extreme. That was a little extreme. I love my March Madness. And I not know. to be able to enjoy it is, is going to be trying. Women's! 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, my, my last message of this episode is going to be, since you are not going, if you are not, if you decide that, oh, UNC is not in March Madness this year, men's, I'm just not going to watch it. Turn on that TV to women's. And give the woman some streaming. And just take a chance on their games. Because Courtney Banglar is a phenomenal coach. Yes, she is. That's all I got to say. And as we've already said before, Alyssa Hutsby, she gets it done. Kennedy Todd Williams, she, she, Deja she, Kelly, Kayla she, McPherson. She is a double-double machine. I Kayla mean, McPherson is outstanding. They're, they're just such a good team. I definitely recommend what's it. What's the uh, Kendall, what's the other one that's a good outside shooter, Todd Williams? Kennedy Todd Williams. Kennedy Todd Williams, yeah. She's Kennedy outstanding. Todd Williams. She's outstanding. Paulina yes. Paris is a freshman who has also done outstanding recently. So, a lot of good players on the women's team. So, I advise you guys, Saturday, I don't know what time it's set, but they're playing the winner of, what was it, Purdue and St. John's? Yeah. Oh, the women's tournament doesn't start till Saturday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Or at least that's not what I, our, our game is until. Because Saturday's the 18th, correct? Yeah. Okay. So. I'll be watching. I will, too. All right. Um, but with that, we are going to end this episode here. Um, I'm sure my dad will come on for most likely another episode. Um, oh, you'll have me back. Maybe. I'll okay. consider it. All right. All right. Um, Fantastic. But, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I honestly, since it is, this episode is probably going to get published Monday, tomorrow, so we might not have an episode for a little bit um, because we'll be coming back from spring break and such. Me and Andrew will be... But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we appreciate you guys listening. Final words, Robert? Enjoyed it. Thanks for inviting me to the cast. Maybe I can come back again sometime. If you'll you'll have me back. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Have a good week.